Hey friends, welcome to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for everything stationery, journaling, planning related, and fun things happening in the community. I'm April from Penguins Creative on Instagram. In today's episode, I'm very, very happy to introduce to you guys my dear friend and fellow stationery lover, Esther Molina from Esther Molina Art. I've known Esther since I began my own creative journaling journey back in 2014 or even 2013. And we met for the first time in Japan as just complete internet stranger friends who would only talk over direct message and the rest has been history. Esther is one of the most amazing um, friend and person I know. She is from Spain, but has been living in Japan for over 10 or even 20 years. She had the opportunity to go with me to be interviewed by Hobonichi back in 2017. And she also helped facilitate many of Traverse Notebook events, including the one that happened in Madrid last year, as well as now working together with the Superior Labor while managing her day job as a radio host at a very um, famous Japanese station. So I'm really excited to share her stationary journey and, you know, her love for um, creative journaling and all things analog. And, you know, let's, let's get this started. Welcome, Esther, to the Stationery Cafe. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. I have been a very big fan of the show, so I'm very excited to be here, too. <laughs> Esther is like my my soulmate in stationery, I feel like. So like for her to say it that way, it's just so funny because yes, yes, you, you know about this like in the very beginning when I started doing it and like, I feel like, oh my God, I finally have you on the show and I'm, <laughs> I'm just so happy to finally share the treasure that is you to my friends. Like even though I talk about you many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have been listening some podcasts. I have been listening my name here and there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Esther, why don't you kind of tell people a little bit about yourself and then like answer the first question that I always ask um, people on the show, which is when did you start journaling and like, you know, from, okay. from where you came from to where you are now? Okay, so I'm from Barcelona, from Spain. And I fell in love with Japan since I was very young. And then I came to Japan for holidays and I was totally, totally in love with the country. So I decided to move here and I'm already living in Japan. It's going to be 16 years this month. Oh, wow. Yes. Amazing. One of the big reasons I like uh, Japan, uh, besides its culture, is the stationery. I have to be honest. <laughs> um, this is a stationery paradise. So uh, living here is is really amazing. It it's not everything perfect because every country has good things and bad things, but I'm pretty happy living here. So yeah, basically, I'm from Barcelona, living in Yokohama. And I'm a stationary holic. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you were telling me about your story back then, like even back when you were in Barcelona, you were buying Sanrio product. Like that was the item that got you into uh, yes. Japanese culture, which is like yes. the, everything Hello Kitty, everything, 
what was the other character that you really liked? My Melody. And, yes. yes. <laughs> and Little Twin Stars. Yes. What happened is like, I was very, very little. My father worked in um, like a shopping mall, like, and they had one floor with uh, children toys and um, clothes and a little bit of stationery, like little, little tiny shelf with some Sanrio products. And I think I was five years old because I remember I just, I saw a set of stamps of Sanrio <laughs> and it says made in Japan on the back. I was able to read at that time. And, and then I asked my mom to buy me that. And my mom said, oh, you will not know how to use that. And she didn't want to buy me those stamps. And I was dreaming about those stamps for years until I got my mom finally buy them to me. And that was my biggest treasure. Like I have these Sanrio stamps with me today. Like I bring them to Japan with me. Like it's, they are in my desk. They are my, my biggest treasure since I was little. <laughs> and everything cute, everything that was like nice stationery, beautiful stationery, it says made in Japan. Actually, some of them, they also say made in Taiwan. <laughs> so uh, made in Japan for me was kind of like Japan is the paradise of stationery. So I really started to dream about Japan. Like everything cute is from Japan. So I want to go there someday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's such an interesting story because you were working as like a kind of like a website engineer thing back in Barcelona. And then, and then the catalyst of you coming over to Japan and then you just kind of falling in love with the stationery, the people here. You're married right now, right? And yeah. like living in Japan for the long term. Um, what, when did you start like using the books? Like, you know, right now it's all like the Travers Notebook, the Hobonichi, the, all the, all the beautiful products we know right now. But like when you first came to Japan, what was like the, the starting point of your stationary journey? Well, I think I started with stamps. Mm -hmm. um, because in, in Spain, uh, at the time I was living there, it was difficult to get beautiful stationery besides uh, some uh, brands that they use some illustrators like Jordi Lavanda or Agatha Ruiz de la Prada, like some, Mikel Rius, they make some beautiful notebooks, but that was all, like, no, not so much to choose unless there's something from, from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> But it was very, very minimal. So I, I came to Japan several times for holidays. I came here and I always bought so many pens, like a pilot, colorful pens, um, and also stamps. Stamps was my big passion because you could find stamps, very super cute stamps here, like flowers, like Sakura flowers or like tiny characters, animals, everything was super cute. So I started to collect uh, stamps and inks, like so many colors. Like in Spain, um, we have blue, red, and black because it's what companies need, like nothing else <laughs> yes. at that time. And then I was collecting these. And also there's a, a machine I saw for my first time here to emboss. So you buy an embossing powder and you pour the powder on top of the stamping uh, drawing. Yeah. And then with that machine, it pops up. It kind of gets like the ink gets, the ink gets like plastic. Right, right. 
and I was amazed with that. So I spent all the time playing with my stamps and those machines. <laughs> <laughs> and then you eventually got like more into your like like connected to your art, like creativity life, right? Like because I remember how we met was you were asking me about watercolor over Instagram. That yes. was 2013 or some, something. Yes. I was just kind of creating my account, my Penguins Creative Life back then. And we, 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 we chatted a few times. You shared with me how you made the little portable watercolor palette using Daiso, yeah. like buttons and like Holbein yeah. art. And then the story, I've told this so many times. Um, I said, hey, Esther, I'm going to Japan for a little trip. That was oh. my first <laughs> solo trip to Tokyo. And I was like, it'd be cool if we want to meet up. Like I was, I was a little bit new to the meetup culture because they were doing a little bit of that back in Taiwan. Like people who like stationery would meet up and, and journal. And then yes. you said, hey, uh, I, this is weird, but do you want to come stay at my place? Yes. Right? <laughs> I was like... Wow, it it is very like weird, but I kind of want to go and stay over at your place. And so, what we all we both went back to our moms and we're like, yeah, we're letting the stranger stay over. <laughs> like I'm staying over at the stranger's place, someone I've never met in person. We never yeah. saw each other too because we were yeah. just messaging. I was very happy because we have been writing letters to each other, and. You know, like when you send me a letter, I was thinking like, she's telling the same thing I told her. <laughs> you know, when our letters cross, it's kind of like, I feel like I was talking to myself when I talked to you. <laughs> so I feel very safe, like kind of like, I know how she thinks. She's not a serial killer. Like she <laughs> be in my house. There's no problem. So. <laughs> I know. And then you live like kind of like outside of Tokyo a little bit, Yokohama, yes. right? And then it's like that station. So it was my first trip to Japan and I had to like take this weird bus that like takes me <laughs> away from the city. And I came to this like kind of isolated station. I didn't know what to expect. And then I saw you. And then I remember we both looked at each other. We squealed and we run and we hugged. And it's the most crazy moment in my life. Like, oh my God, <laughs> stationary yes. friends are real. <laughs> like they're real yeah. friends. And yes, we had it was so much fun like that yeah. week. Oh gosh. Yeah, it was amazing. Like really um since I was here in Japan, I started to use Traveler's Notebook insert, just the insert. I didn't I didn't have the Traveler's Notebook first. Mm -hmm. And and then I kind of forgot a little bit because life in Japan is crazy. You get very very busy and hours they get very short. It's it's like life here distance is so long. So you get trapped in the daily life very easily and it's hard to find the time to do that. So kind of I forgot a little bit, but I spent several times thinking, I want to buy the Hobonichi. I want to buy the Hobonichi. And finally I decided to do it because I saw your post using watercolors on Hobonichi paper. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And I didn't even know you can use watercolors on Traveler's Notebook either. So I was very surprised. I learned a lot from you. And that week we spent together in Tokyo, like doing crazy stationery shopping. Like I was surprised, like you're from Taiwan and you knew more stationery shops than me. Even living, like I was living here for several years and there's so many stationery shops I didn't even know they existed. So I discovered a new world with you. <laughs> it was kind of like, 
you know, for me, stationery, I feel a little bit bad every time I spend that money on stationery because I feel it's like, you know, I have already 20 notebooks. I don't need one more. I have, <laughs> I have 100 pens. I don't need one more. But I don't know. It, it's something tiny. It's, it's cheap. It's, it's making me happy. So I think meeting you, it was my uh, excuse to say, like, if I like stationery, it's not bad. I spend money in stationery. <laughs> no? Oh so my god! Am I a bad influence? No, maybe? no. You actually <laughs> opened the door to me in a way that leads me where I am right now. So I'm completely sure. If I never met you in person, I will never be working and I will never be doing the things I'm doing now because you opened that door to release all my passion for stationery without any control. Oh and that gosh. helped me a lot. So I have to say thank you to you. <laughs> really. I'm glad my little enabling moments have helped people like Esther <laughs> find yes. and embrace their love for stationery. Because I remember we were going to the parks with a Traverse Notebook. And that was like my first real trip myself to use the Traverse Notebook uh-huh. and sketching on the go, painting. Yes. We were going to parks. We were like... I think at like weird places, I would be like, Esther, wait, can we stop? Because I want to draw this. And then we would like to stop in the middle of the street and like do those like fun stationary documentation. And oh, I I have really fond memories. And I remember I keep going back and to Tokyo to meet you. And and then at at one point you came to Taiwan and then we had trips there. And so... Today, though, you, you really flourish in the stationary community in Japan, I feel like, because you've had been working with Traverse Company. You know, we did that interview with Hobonichi. That was such yes. an amazing event. And then you kind of working with Superior Labor today. Um, yes. let's, let's get into the nitty gritty. I want to like talk about those stories too. But first, okay, what is your stationary journaling lineup right now for a person like you who, who works so many in so many different creative ventures right now? Okay. You also have your day job at yes. um, NHK, <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> which is amazing. You, you work at Shibuya, which is like the hot spot for stationary. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really dangerous because, you know, like now I'm working from home since April. We still uh, working from home to prevent for coronavirus. Yeah. But uh, imagine going to work every day to Shibuya that I get off at the station <laughs> then I pass a shop that is called It's Demo. Mm-hmm. And they have a thematic stationery. They change every month. And usually they use characters like Chip and Dale or Pokemon or Sailor Moon or Pom Pom Purin. Like they use so many characters and they do so many cute stuff. And it's really difficult to resist. Then after passing that shop, I have loft. Mm-hmm. And Come on, to pass in front of love and don't go inside. It feels like torture. Possible. <laughs> <laughs> and then after loft, I keep walking to my office and then I have Tokyo hands. <laughs> so it's a trap. It's a really big trap. It's, it's terrible. We have another shop that uh, sadly they had to close because of coronavirus. And it was Rappel. Rappel is a really, really beautiful shop. Like we have been there together. They closed? Oh, they no. closed because of coronavirus. But they have another shop in Tokyo. So they took the, they closed the one in Shibuya. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, so it was even worse before. <laughs> <laughs> That's have to manage the temptation, and and yes. of course, all these time you like tried out so many different notebooks. So what what do you use this year? Because I know when we were still, you know, in the same side of the earth, like when I was still yes. in Asia, we both used the Hobonichi, we both used the Traveler's Notebook, but I haven't seen you in a while because, you know, I'm over here working and you're in Japan. So tell me, tell me your update. Like, I want to yes. hear about your current stationary lineup. <laughs> yeah, well, um, actually, I separated, before I was using Hobonichi for journal and also as a planner, but I separated that. Like, I have a separate planner. This year, I have been using the Nolte, the mm -hmm. Loft edition that has agreed and it was perfect for me because it has a big space for everything I have to write because when you work for several companies and you have several jobs all of them tiny jobs but all of them they have to be in the same place because otherwise you you do overbooking and that's terrible so I needed a, a clear and big planner. So I separated the planner from my journal and from my diary. That was a very smart movement. And I recommend to everybody, separate your plans and everything that is private from your stationary playground notebook. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. it's really, really good. And then I'm using Traveler's Notebook for my travels that this year, you know, like for me is a travel just to go to... <laughs> get the train and go to buy some groceries in a special shop for me is a travel this year <laughs> i'm using travelers for my for example if i go to a museum mm -hmm. i like to journal in travelers notebook i have a specific uh inserts i only use when i go hiking so i have my hiking travelers notebook and then every time that is travel even if it is inside the city i use travelers notebook right. then i use hobonichi for daily things Mm -hmm. So Hobonichi, um, it changed the way I'm using Hobonichi this year, uh, 2020. I'm using Hobonichi more like a diary. I'm writing more than doing art. Mm -hmm. I kind of stopped drawing on Hobonichi. Right. I kind of use stickers, masking tape. I decorate the page just to left the space to write. So it's kind of like if I feel... Um, anxious or like if I feel a little bit sad this also goes into my Hobonichi so it's more like a like a real diary of my feelings more than I did this I did that no it's kind of like my feelings go in there mm -hmm. and then I have an MD notebook that has blank pages but it's a special edition it's only available in Japan the shape is square is oh. a square shape. It's the same as um, you can find overseas. It's just the shape is a square. Uh -huh. And that is really my stationary playground. Like I just make beautiful pages just to look at them. I don't <laughs> write anything. Sometimes I might write a quote or just a word, but um, it's just to play with my stamps, to experiment, to make scenes. That is something I enjoy a lot, like to make a whole composition an mm -hmm. illustration just using stamps or sometimes I also use stickers to complement. And I love to do that. So it's just um, the way I, I use my full creativity. <laughs> I love that. And I love you call it like a stationary playground because sometimes we went like, at least for me, I have so many planners go, go on and 
we hoard stickers, like we buy a lot of stickers, we buy a lot of washi tapes, and sometimes we don't want to use our perfect, like the perfect squirrel on that sticker sheet on like a work planner or like on any other notebook. Like we want it to go to a special place. And for you, it seems like that's the empty square notebook. I love that. Oh man, wow. Yes. But do you, do you have like special planners for your for your fine girls? <laughs> like- um, yes, I have an insert of traveler's notebook is for my flying squirrels. Yeah, I have two pets. They are <laughs> Andrew and Sofia. Well, uh, their name their name in Spanish, so Andres and Sofia. Andres and Sofia. And they are like uh, it's a very common animal in Japan. It's in the forest of Japan, almost all over the country. You you can see flying squirrels. There's so many types. There's one that are called musasabi. They are giant flying squirrels. But the ones I have at home, they are super tiny. And they have the size of a hamster. Mm-hmm. And before we have them in a cage, and then because they are nocturnal, they sleep all day. So when they wake up at night, we open <laughs> the cage and they are flying all over the living room. <laughs> but now they behave so well. So they are all day the cage is open and they actually sleep on the top of the cabinet in the living room. And yeah, they sleep there. They made a nest. So they are completely free in my living room now. We had to do some reforms to put some nets and things to protect them from danger. Yeah. Cover the cables, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. But now that this year without travel, I bet you have a lot of time to like kind of write about these little adventures at yes. home with your pet, right? Yes. <laughs> and I think that's that's a good that's a great like alternative when it comes to like people always ask, oh I can't this year COVID has been hard. We can't do anything. Like I have nothing to journal about. But I I'm like, you know, if you think of it in a different way, you spend more time at home. You have more of these little fun stories yes. that you usually ignore or don't think about much that are equally as significant like you and your pet and this new transition. Like that yes, would be a good thing to write about in your journals. <laughs> yes, actually, um, I think like this year was perfect to play with stationery because sometimes we are so busy. Like, I don't know if other people has that problem, but it happens to me many times. Like I buy some stationery, I arrive home, I unpack it and I'm very excited to use it, but I have work to do or I have to cook dinner or I have to do other things. So I, I left the stationery a little bit until I can really play with that. So this year, I really had the time to enjoy my stationery, like play with my, like I organized my stickers, I organized my masking tape, um, my stamps, you know, like I had the time to really enjoy the stationery. Maybe you don't have too many things to explain, mm-hmm. but you have the paper to express with stickers and stamps. You know, sometimes you don't need too many words. You can just pick up a quote, beautiful quote, or just a word. Like, I'm a big fan of beautiful words. Um, Words, you know, these kind of words that you cannot translate to other languages? Like, they exist only in one language. Yeah. I think this is like pure poetry. So you can just get one of those words and and use your stickers, masking tape. Um, I don't know, like, you can do some composition on the tweet. So I think this year... Even if we couldn't go out of our houses, um, it was perfect to play with the station. <laughs> I feel the same way. Like I, I was like, usually on weekends, it's like, oh, you have to go out, you have to meet friends. But now like, no, I can spend an hour just yeah. journaling and like yes. doing collages, doing compositions. Like I, I have 
I found that I was using more of my notebooks this year because yes. I have that time. I have that uh, leisure, I guess, compared to other people that, you know, but now I actually can find that moment like 30 minutes in the morning or yes. even like, you know, 30 minutes before you eat dinner to, to journal and play with the things we have on hand. And online shopping is easier than ever this year too. I don't know. Everyone's like <laughs> trying to transition online. So, so yeah, a little bit more spending surprisingly, but like a lot more fun stationary yes. and journaling wise. And one one more post that I found this year because of coronavirus is that we got to like hear and connect with people more across oh, yeah. the world. Like the Japanese brands, I think I shared it with Ayako last time in that episode we did. Like brands like Loft and Tokyo Hands, they're doing Instagram lives so that we can actually see what's going on because they're trying to market to people who can't go to the yes. to the shops, right? But now people like me in the US can actually participate in product launches or or see news of uh, Bungu Joshi doing more announcements on Instagram. And like, I feel like I'm more connected than ever with people who I used to like not have in my bubble yes. every day. And, you know, I'm very thankful for making that connection in the first place and not being able to really fully grow it this year through the podcast, talking to so many creators, talking to artists, talking to you and, you know, sharing all these fun things together. Hi. Yeah, it's, it's really true. Also, um, I don't know if uh, other people f has the same feeling, but um, I feel that uh, using stationery is very therapeutic. Yes. Like therapy. Um, <laughs> yes, it's kind of like um, you know, like I'm, I'm, I love psychology, and I, I have, I love to read about psychology. And one of the things that interested me since very young age was like psychology of color, and colors can really cheer you up. They mm -hmm. can change your mood. Colors have a big power over us. So just by using certain colors in stationery, you can cheer you up. <laughs> and this year, like, we have to be honest, like, it's a sad year. Like, we yeah. had too many sadness and the sadness is, is coming over us. And because all of us, we are living this same situation, mm -hmm. kind of like we, we don't feel it as much as if it was just a personal thing, it's like everybody's sad because so many reasons. So um, I think we need to cheer up a little bit and I recommend get your most um, colorful masking tapes and make a page with them and you will see how your mood change because so many people are saying, I don't feel like journaling because it's not just I don't have anything to tell, it's also... Um, I don't feel like doing anything, but mm -hmm. if you just do the effort of opening the book and just put there some sticker, when you see the face of a cute dog on a sticker, it's like it cheers you up. Immediately. I know. I and was telling you... Kelly the other day, I have the sticker sheet from Love, and there's this cat doing the silly pose. And like just the act of putting it onto the date just like makes me feel so happy. Like this yes. is perfect because this yes. day I did a dance that looks just like this cat did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really a good therapy. It's just like we had we have the time this year. We have our hands uh, like you know like as soon as you have health, 
and you can use your hands. It's a tool that is very powerful mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it will help. Your hands always help your heart. As soon as you have your hands uh, busy in something you like. So I really recommend to everybody, if you have the time, just try, give it a try. Like get your most colorful masking tape and just try to do something. You don't need to write it, just play to decorate the page. I love that. I love that so much. And I think it's also a great tip for people like us. Sometimes we kind of like got stuck in this hump of like, oh, I don't know what to journal today. Like I, I'm always doing the same thing. And, mm. you know, what's a, this is a great excuse and an opportunity for us to use all the stuff we buy because we do have a lot of things. We do yeah. have a lot of tools and selections of, of accessories and stationery, but we just don't use them. And so sometimes I feel like this year, I, I was telling many people, I try to revert to my inner child where I play with crayon, play with watercolor, play with just like painting and drawing the silliest thing yeah. and making fun spread as, instead of trying to be like systematic or like collage or like super professional. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. people that does a good, good job out there for sure. But like, you don't have to this is not the year to adhere yourself to such a high standard. Like, you know, <laughs> like no one has time for that. <laughs> just, just, yes. give, just give that time to yourself and, and do it the way you like it. And, and I remember we, when I was staying with you that week, we like did so much fun spreads in our Traverse notebook. Like I fill up an insert way more when we were just like, you know, <laughs> let's, we're at the aquarium, right? And we're like, let's just draw the seal and let's just yes. paint this thing. And, you know, like usually we would save it for like coffee shop tickets or like whatever. Yes. But, but that time we just was like, let's just do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, I really, really enjoy so much. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. I, I, I wanted to like talk more about your stories though like in these few years you've really grown so much as a person in the stationary world in japan like i think i introduced you to mitts or was it the other way around i forgot um, you you introduced me to meet uh, i think you you two meet on the internet and you went to meet her in japan but that day i had to work so i couldn't meet her and you told me she's she's such a sweet lady you have to meet her so <laughs> Yeah, after you left uh, Japan, I just contacted her and we had lunch one day and we clicked. It's like we are friends forever from that day. It's, it's really, really nice. I know. <laughs> so, so people listening, you know, like Esther ended up being kind of like the node. I feel like I, because I couldn't live the stationary life, I was telling my twin sister here to, to live that life for me. So I was like, go meet Mitz, you know, go to the Traverse Notebook event, like go to yes. Hobonichi and like go to this thing. And then like, especially when you were trying to come to Taiwan, I was like connecting you with all my stationary friends here. Yes. And for people who are visiting Tokyo, I was like, you have to meet Esther. Like when Kelly from Kelly Love Letters was, was teaching in Japan that year. I was like, you have to meet up with Esther, with like yes. Mitz. And then now today you, she's, Esther, she's the behind the scenes of many <laughs> things. Like she, you know, helps out Mitz with stationary selection sometimes in the beginning days. And then also you help out a lot with Ayako. She talked about you being the, yes. the fake clerk during the TV interview. Yeah. It was a fun misunderstanding, but yeah. <laughs> like you know like sometimes um for yeah it's like tv tv came to cute things from japan shop in tokyo 
And then Ayako and I, we met long time ago because she made a um, contest on Instagram. I think it was Instagram. Um, she had like a giveaway uh-huh. and I win. I win. Oh. And, and then I win a set of stamps that I really wanted to buy from long time ago, but it's a set of uh, so many stamps and it was a little bit expensive. So I felt lazy to spend the money. But I really, really wanted them. And then I win them. And then we started to talk a little bit on yes. Instagram. I was very shy because it was the first time I, I win anything on, on a contest. And also it was the first time I talked with somebody on the internet. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm not the kind of person, like I was not the kind of person easy to make friends on the internet. I was very careful. So we started to talk a little bit and then she, she told me like she has a stationary shop. Then I started to check and then I started to um, order some things from her shop. And then little by little, we became friends and, until the day we met in person in Tokyo and I was so excited. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I, I love she, it. The little stationary yes, connection yes, that, that yes. sparked. <laughs> yes. She opened um, her shop um, uh, I think it was two years ago. And also, it's just 20 minutes from Nakameguro, where uh, Traveler's Notebook is. You get on the train and less than 20 minutes from door to door, from Traveler's uh, Notebook shop. Straight to, to cute, cute things, things from Japan. From Japan. <laughs> it's 20 minutes, including walking time. <laughs> so I know, it's, yeah. it's really, really nice. And then TV wanted to do a program about that neighborhood, and they wanted to use her shop because it's very cute and very unique in that neighborhood yes. we, we yeah. talked all about it on her episode like yes. what happened <laughs> in there and I just want to like kind of like emphasize like how you are like this person that like kind of made all those stuff happen because if if it wasn't for you like fully volunteering to help her she wouldn't have had that interview and then you know you, you're also very close friends with Momo Loves Paper, who was living yes. in Japan at the time. I got yes. to meet Rainbow Holla, Kyla through like you kind of putting us together in the meetup yes. and, and just so much more, right? Even Yuri, like you introduced me to Yuri yes. because you started being um, very familiar with the Travers Company and like yes. things that they hold. And even like Sakura Lala, have you, you also met Amy yes. Tangerine, right? Like, is there yes. just like, you're, you're like the note that kind of connects everyone. So like, I, and I feel the same way through you. So like right now I'm like trying to connect you with a lot of people too. Yes, like, like, like Yoseka Stationery and all that stuff. Yes, so, yes. so anyway, I, I want to ask, like, let's dive into the beginning of your stationery story with the Travers Company. Like, how did you start with, helping them with their events to finally like last year you pulled off kind of like helping them with the Madrid um Travers caravan yes and then like today superior labor like how how did that all come about okay um first I want to tell people like I don't work for Travelers Notebook (laughs) like I just help them sometimes sometimes it's true like I I work doing some translations or some little things but I actually, like, when people see me crazy for Traveler's Notebook, I'm not working for them. You're it's really just volunteering much. for free. It's so crazy. <laughs> yes, so many people think I'm working with them. I'm not. I'm just uh, such a crazy fan that I became very close uh, to them, also for work reasons. But 
it's the other way around. What happened is like um, my main job in Japan is with the radio, is the national radio at NHK, but it's the international channel of the radio. So what happened is I have a program um, that I work as a reporter for my own program and I talk about Japanese culture and daily life in Japan. So of course my boss has to approve all the topics we talk on the program, but very often I talk about stationery or things related to art and stationery. And I was able to interview Traveler's Notebook for one of my programs. And then I met Yuri at that time. And I also met some other people and we had a very nice conversation. And I kind of feel like Yuri, Yuri really was surprised of my true deep passion, not just for Traveler's Notebook, for journaling and for stationery. So I think she was a little bit impressed. I don't know, but we, we <laughs> kind of connect. Like she was kind of like, I think she admired my deep feelings and my crazy passion. Sometimes we can't hold it in. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it just radiates. <laughs> and then we, we started to talk. Like I say to her, thank you so much. You know, a typical after the interview, you say thank you. And, you know, we started to exchange some emails and we started to become kind of friends. And then we started to have lunch together, dinner together. And then we actually, yeah, be, we became friends. And I started to feel more connected to Traveler's Notebook because I started to know more. It's like she explained me more details about things. And I, I'm a person that I like to know things deeply. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to know the details. For example, like this year is the ninth anniversary of Traveler's Notebook. Mm-hmm. And then they made uh, some merchandising that it says uh, in cloud nine. So, uh, you know, like uh, maybe some people see these things like uh, the cloud nine thing, but they don't know why it's the ninth anniversary. This is why. And last year was the octopus because it was the 80 yeah. years. And uh-huh. one year before was like sailing the seven seas because it mm. was seven years. You know, like, I, I like to know, like, details. Why did you choose that? Or why did you, who, who made the design of the octopus? That kind of thing. So I think uh, Travelers was very, uh, like, all the staff in Travelers was very happy to talk to me because usually people doesn't ask that kind of questions, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, maybe they see that I appreciate their effort or something like that. So I became very close to everybody. So when they needed some translation so they needed something like they call me mm-hmm. and the event in Madrid was amazing like I have never been so happy <laughs> to see such a group big group of people using stationery because when I left Spain, stationery wasn't a big thing there, you know, like mm-hmm. 16 years ago, stationery was just a tool in mm-hmm. Spain. Not so many people was in love with that. So uh, I was very impressed to see even children, like there's a, there's a children, he, his name is Olmo. He's really, really nice boy. He lives in Madrid and he has his traveler's notebook and he draws every day. But you should see his drawings. He draws like the train stations with so many details oh, or wow. buildings, so many things. I, I really recommend his Instagram, like Olmo Dibuja, 
Olmo Dibuja. It's okay. really, really cute. I really recommend. And uh, you can see the passion even in little kids. And I was so moved, so moved in Spain because I discovered a face of Spain I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed that trip so much. I, I keep to stay with a Traveler's Notebook team all day from morning to night. <laughs> and it was... It was very, very nice. I actually, they always keep telling me, thank you, thank you. But I did nothing. I just went there to enjoy the event. <laughs> you know, like it was, it was very nice. And it led me to meet many people in Spain that we still connected on Instagram. So it was an amazing experience. I can't wait for them to do another caravan, whatever place in the world. I'm just going to save my money to go there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like that story where Ayako says she helped out with Papier Plots at Bungu Joshi and you mm -hmm. went as well. And like you guys were not paid, but you guys was just like, I want to go. And then and then to yes. Taiwan, right? Like you went to Taiwan to on your own yes. dime, but you got to work very closely with the stationary companies. Yes. And then in a way, you got to kind of be part of that world because you got you guys interviewing Janine yes. you guys talked to the actual lots of famous creators in Taiwan Hanks um yes you were telling me about this guy who does watercolor in Taiwan like he spent like a year or something just trying to perfect his craft in watercolor and today is a very successful illustrator so yes. so all these kind of little stories Yes. Well, what about the superior labor? Like, what, what, it, what is the catalyst for that? Because I think superior labor, well, from what I know of them, is kind of like an extension extra product from their collaboration with Traveler's Company, right? Because of the bags. That's how I know about them. Yes. And then today, they're very, they're kind of popular in the stationery community because Bomb Kuchen carries them, has a lot of collaboration yes. with the brand here in the U.S., um, but how did you find them and like, how did you kind of create that partnership um, today? Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, really amazing. I still can't believe what is happening right now. I still cannot believe it, but <laughs> everything started because I was going to Taiwan on a trip um, with stationary friends. Like we had the stationary trip to Taiwan with uh, Momo Loves Paper and um, Two Cups Travel and also like uh, we had other friends but they are not really very into stationery but anyway like we went there like it was very very amazing trip so what happened is i was going to taiwan and i needed a small bag i wanted the small bag because i plan to wear my backpack and mm -hmm. also a small bag where i can fit my traveler's notebook with the maps and everything my phone and my wallet mm -hmm. That was all. I wanted the small bag. So I'm a very perfectionist person. I'm not buying anything unless I'm extremely in love with that item. <laughs> and that applies for stationery, for clothes, for everything. So I'm a person that I don't have too much clothes, but everything I have, I love it to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then with the bag, I was looking for a bag and I couldn't find the perfect bag. Like. I couldn't. And then I saw a photo of a superior labor bag on the internet. And I didn't even know who was superior labor. I had no idea. And I saw the bag and I fell in love with the bag immediately. <laughs> and then I started to research where can I buy the bag? And they have a shop 
in Harajuku where they have some, it's like they have some of the superior labor items. And then I went there and they told me the bag is pre-ordered and I need to wait two months. Oh no. <laughs> and I was shocked because the trip to Taiwan was in a month. So I decided to wait and think what to do. And I put, I made a post on Instagram with the four bags, including the superior labor one that I like it. And I think I say to people, oh, I'm very confused. I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And I explain <laughs> that. And some people say, oh, buy the red one or buy this one. Or, yeah, people give me their opinion. But uh, finally, I decide to wait for the superior labor bag because it was the one that really reached my heart. And I just asked my husband, I, I borrow a bag he had for that trip. So, <laughs> And then with my NHK work at the radio, we had to do one time a year, we do a big trip in Japan and we do several programs on the same trip. And then my boss at the time decided uh, she wanted to do a trip about stationery. So she asked me, uh, like, you say you, you are crazy with masking tape. And where is the factory of the masking tape? And I say, it's in Okayama. It's MT company. It's in Okayama. And I say to her, they do tours. So we can ask to join the tour and everything. And then she said, is something else about the stationery we can do in Okayama? And I say, oh, yes, of course. We have <laughs> Classiki, the brand Classiki. They have their headquarters and shop in Kurashiki. Mm -hmm. And also we have the superior labor. And then she was like, okay, let's do that. So we... Acc accidentally, <laughs> you, you kind of made this trip your trip. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, I was very surprised because I suggested here, okay, let's go to Kyoto and let's talk uh, with the geishas and let's make a program like one day in the life of a geisha, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I wanted to do something very Japanese, but... Um, she said, "She, my my ideas were so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Stationery yeah. is definitely so much more fun." <laughs> yes. So I I remember the last day we stayed there in Okayama. It was the day we went to visit Superior Labor, and I don't know. You want the long story or the short story? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one. <laughs> okay. So what happened is like uh, Makoto-san, Ma Makoto, uh, Makoto Kawai is the owner and designer of Superior Labor. And he came to pick up us to the station. But what happened is like uh, before I went to Superior Labor in Okayama, um, they did a collaboration with Traveler's Notebook. I was so happy seeing that. I was like, oh my God, it's like two wonderful brands together. This is perfect marriage, you know? So I went to the Nakameguro shop of Traveler's Factory and then they had the collaboration there and I bought a bag to carry my iPad and Ijima-san, who is the designer and president of Traveler's company, was there. And then I said to Ijima-san, oh, you're, I'm so happy you were doing a collaboration with Superior Labor. And he said, oh, thank you, thank you. And then we were talking a little bit because Ijima-san and I, we, we met years before. So we, we knew each other already. And then he was explaining me that um, superior labor uh, owner is his friend. And then I say to him, but I'm going to interview superior labor next month for my NHK work. And then he say like, oh, let me call him. And then, <laughs> and then this is why when I went to Okayama, uh, Makoto Kawai, who is the the 
president, the designer, the owner of Superior Labor was waiting for us at the station because he said, oh, my friend told me that the person who is going to interview me is, is his friend. So it's kind <laughs> of like connecting us together, right? So he was happy. I was happy. And then we arrived to the station. He was there. We say hello to him. And then um, Nap Village, that is the place where Superior Labor is, is far away from the station. You can't walk. You really need a taxi or you need a car or something. Mm -hmm. We get into his car and my boss, she sit in, in front. I sit on the back. And then uh, Makoto-san say, oh, sorry, there's some toys of my daughters and some stuff there. And I say, oh, yeah, no problem. And then I sit there and guess what I find on the back seat of the car. Oh my God, what did you find? It was Manual Factory Bear was there. <gasps> Oh my God, yes. Yes, so the bear from Logo and like Manuel oh Factory. See, here's yeah. another note we're connecting yes. now because Patrick, yes. <laughs> his manual factory bear is another byproduct of Trevor's company that we will talk about yes. in the future. I have an episode planned, <laughs> but good. keep going. <laughs> yes. So what happened is like I met Patrick thanks to you in Tokyo when he came to Tokyo. And, you know, like I met Patrick, I was very shy, kind of like, oh, I don't know what to expect. And I don't know, I'm just going to say hello to him. I don't know if we are going to have a conversation. Oh, man, we spent like hours. We couldn't stop talking. And so Patrick became a friend, a really close friend to me because he's a person who understands me. He was also a computer engineer as me before. We left everything for stationery, you know, like it's... So many things we had in common that it was very easy to talk to him. And then um, I came into the car of Makoto-san and I see the manual bear. factory bear. And I was so excited because <laughs> at that time, like only people who met Patrick in person, we were the ones that we had our name on the apron. On the leather of the apron, you had your name embossed, mm -hmm. but you could do that only if you know Patrick. Yes. You know? <laughs> so he had his name on the apron and I was thinking, oh my God, he knows Patrick too. And I had my beer on my backpack. <laughs> so my crazy reaction is I get out my beer from my backpack. I get his beer and then I scream to Makoto-san, you know Patrick, you know Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. And then he sees my bear and he starts to jump also like, oh, you know, Patrick too. And then my boss was kind of like, what is happening here with these crazy people? The crazy stationary people. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then like, you know, it was immediately like Makoto and I feel like, you know, we are connected by Patrick and also by Ijima-san. So it was kind of like, oh. It's like everything has sense now. It, it means to be, we had to meet. It was our destiny to meet yes. in life. I love that so much. Like this is like <laughs> the true example of like stationary connecting people. Like I, I, like, I, I also like, that's a, that's a great story. I'm like, I cannot, I don't, cannot think of what to say right now. It's just amazing. Like I wish I have a pair so I can do the same. <laughs> yeah, I have mine here. He's, he's my companion in my desk. He's always helping me to work. So I have my, my first bear here. 
always. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And so you you continue the trip. You you did the interview. Yes, yes. I interview um, superior labor, and um, he asked me, "How did you know the company?" And then when I told him the story of my bag, I had to wait two months and everything. Then he said to me, "Oh my God, you are the one who posted the video on YouTube." And I was like, what? So yeah, when I received the back, I made a YouTube video of the um, <laughs> unboxing. And I was like mesmerized seeing the back and everything. And uh, he saw the video and he said, I moved him to tears. Oh my God. Because he said to see that somebody is appreciating his hard work that much is what keep them going on and mm -hmm. overcoming all the difficulties. So um, I think at that moment, uh, he was very, very, very excited and he offered to me to work with him. Wow. And I say yes, but I was thinking like, he's just telling me that because he's very excited and he he he's a nice person so i don't know i was thinking maybe he wants me to promote or, or do something for him mm -hmm. but i i didn't think it was a serious offer mm -hmm. but it actually was oh my god that <laughs> it is, actually that was so, beautiful yeah mm -hmm. i think that was um april or may and i started to work for them in september of that mm -hmm. year 2018, 18, 19. Like it's been two years working with mm -hmm. them now. Yes. So I, I work as an overseas agent. So mm -hmm. that means like I keep in touch with uh, shops uh, overseas that mm -hmm. they want to carry superior labor products, and right. I keep their orders. I take their orders. I send them the new catalogs, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Also, if somebody approach me on Instagram or something like individuals, we can also sell to individuals from mm -hmm. Japan. So sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. Like I have like a couple Just of... Just like my friend Nita and I were getting yes. our Golden Doodle <laughs> dog collars and dog leash through you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Custom made superior labor with their names engraved on it. Oh, yes. I can't wait. yes. So <laughs> I have been doing that for two years and... This year, something amazing happened that I still can't believe is happening. Well, actually, yeah, today. It's, it's, it's happening. First. It's happening. <laughs> I can't wait. Please, please tell us, tell us, tell everyone what's okay. happening. Okay. Um, we have a new brand inside Superior Labor. It's a sister brand of Superior Labor. The name of the brand is Wanderlust by TSL. And... Um, yeah, I can believe like for me, it's kind of like I don't I don't tell to anyone because I still don't believe myself. I have my own brand inside Superior Labor. I can't believe that. I can't believe it. And you deserve it so much because I feel like you, your, your love and your passion and like, you know, I feel like people listening to this point would know that if you met Esther, you would immediately become friends. It's funny, you keep saying that all the friends and people you've met, like 
seems to like you feel like you can talk to them but i feel like it was the other way around like people can talk to you because of your passion and like your enthusiasm and like you're kind of like the creative artistry behind understanding the stationary products and you know your vision for what it is is really what made you such an amazing person to be friends with and i'm like super honored and like i'm like the first friend i'm just kidding the first stationary friend but today like seeing you having your own brand that is the sister brand of the superior labor and you know with the own design your instagram handle is wonderlust by tsl yes just go and check it out it is amazing like I, I haven't seen your site yet, but I'm really excited too because I, I, you were telling me how you came up with your own designs, like you have your own line of product that's exclusively under your brand. Yes. So through your site and I, I just cannot wait to get my hands on them. Yes, that, that happened because yes, over these two years, um, I have met in person so many times uh, superior labor staff. Like I went to Okayama or when every time they came to Tokyo. And also we traveled together to do events in Hong Kong, like with Patrick, we did the um, anniversary of Manual Factory and Logon. So last year we went to Hong Kong and we had a um, uh, like workshop, like we could customize. And I don't know, it was very, very, very nice. Also uh, Scribe in the Philippines. Yes, I saw that one. You guys went and... I love those events because for each of them. So I feel like we should probably say a little description. Like, what is superior labor? Like, people listening, what is superior labor? So it's like this series of like canvas bags, and the beautiful way it is customized is because they use a very specific type of paint to kind yes. of give it a splash of color. And so the cool thing about these events and the customization there is that you guys get to do your own design. Yes. Or like there's like a specific set of design that is exclusively at those events. Yes. And also the colors, the colors we choose are specific for each event. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like um, Superior Labor is a brand that they work with their heart and their hands. It's like everything they do is uh, handmade. Mm -hmm. And they handmade those things in an atelier in the middle of the mountains in Okayama. Mm -hmm. It's really amazing. It's in the middle of nature. And people is really, really skilled artisans. And they really work with their heart. You can see how they care for the minimum details. And everything is really, really well done. High quality. Mm -hmm. So it, it's like, I love handmade. <laughs> um, so it's it's very easy to fall in love with the brand. So what happened is, um, after like I, I had ideas for things so I keep telling Makoto-san Makoto-san why don't you make this or why don't you make this other thing oh you could do that and then he listens to me and he's like oh oh yeah yeah you're right so you know like he likes my ideas but sometimes my ideas became too kawaii for the brand <laughs> you know like it's kind of like he says like oh that's a good idea but it's kind of like you know i don't make that kind of product or mm, i don't know it's a little bit out of my line and then he had the idea so he called me during the pandemic he called me one day and he said esther we need to talk <laughs> i want to do that like he said like you have so many ideas and these ideas they have to be used and every time you say something to us, like me and my wife, like we really like it. So <laughs> we 
we have to do something with that. And then he say, why, why don't we do a brand for you inside mm -hmm. the period labor? And I was like, um, I'm in dreaming. Like, is, is this like, <laughs> is real? this happening for real? Like, is, maybe like, you know, with them, with so many days not getting out of the house, maybe my brain is not working <laughs> <hallucinating>. anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was something that he told me and we have been shaping that. And of course, like, um, everything I design, like it goes straight to him and then he, because he has the experience of the producing, like he redesigns my stuff. So actually it's a collaboration between my design and his design mm -hmm. to make the product perfect. So what does this mean? This is like people are now, it would be easier than ever to get superior labor stuff, right? Like from Japan, because right now it's super limited. Like the web store works, but shipping is a little bit expensive and not many people can actually find the web store. I think not many people yes. know of the web store. So hopefully with you kind of being a part of this initiative, this push to, to your influences, you know, in the, in the international market, I'm super excited to see more people use yes. and love superior labor items. Yes. Because we've seen sneak peeks of kind of your creativity and like kind of the push behind these collabs because the stationery selection has their own superior labor bags. Cute things from Japan had for a little bit their special superior labor bags. And I fully believe it was because of you being like the connector of these collaboration <laughs> that made it possible. And so I'm like super excited that you finally have something of your own and you know that people can get to like see a little bit of Esther in, yeah, in the actual stationary world, you know, outside. Yeah, I'm of very, your... very happy. Yes. Also, I recommend like, for example, like people who live in the United States, um, easy way to get superior labor is from Bankuchen, for example, like online, I mean. Yeah. And then in Europe is Nomado. And of course, like we have a distributor in Spain, it's called Mui. And they distribute to many, many shops in not just in Spain, also in Europe. They are physical shops. Mm -hmm. And yeah, of course, Travelers uh, Company, they carry some of the superior labor products in their mm -hmm. shops. So in Kyoto, in Nakameguro, Narita yeah. Airport, and Tokyo Station. Um, but actually, there's, you know, like superior labor makes so many products. And the shops, they carry superior labor. They choose the products. They even customize products like Bankuchen. They have their own collection or Nomado Store also has their own collection. Many shops like also Kiroku, Kiroku Stationery in Germany. Mm -hmm. She also has some uh, customized items of superior labor. And, you know, like there's many, many ways that people can get superior labor, but they can only get what these shops choose from our catalog. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I'm going to have products that maybe people never saw before. Oh. Even, even I'm going to have some regular products from Superior Labor, mm -hmm. but maybe, maybe some other shops, they are not carrying them or they carry them a long time ago. They are not carrying now or something like that. So um, yeah, I think people is going to be happy seeing those stuff too. And I have to be honest, we are starting very, very little. <laughs> if, if you see my website uh, after we we talk if you go to see it um it's very small it's like it has so little products and some special products for holidays also this is like a limited edition 
but we we like to start like this like we want to start little and then growing little by little well Esther, so I'm, i'm super excited for you and like all the things you have planned i feel like you are going to be a wonderful addition to the stationary community that you know i'm not i'm going to not stop talking about in the future hopefully and in a way i feel like that's kind of also me being very formal and like you know wanting to be a part of it so bad because wanting to go to japan is really something that has been on my mind this year like the entire year like Even before the pandemic, remember last year, I was watching you guys have so much fun at Bungu Joshi. I was like, this year is the year I'm going to Japan for Bungu Joshi because oh. that's like the place to meet new creators, new artists, see new products. And, you know, opening the, doing this podcast has really opened my eyes to a lot of new things out there by different artists and, and brands and products. Yes. And, you know, I feel like you are like on the ground. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to like conclude this episode with like your like recommendations uh, or, or people that you've been following that, you know, you being kind of in the industry right now, <laughs> but you used to be um, like the fan, right? And the collector, but now you actually kind of have been a part of so many of that. Like what are your recommended artists and things that you look forward to the most for 2021? Okay, um, what happened in Japan is, is very interesting. It's like when you go to big brands like Midori Japan or Mindwave or those kind of brands, you never know who is the artist behind those illustrations. It's kind of like the artist remains um, secret. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And of course, if you research a lot on the internet, uh, some of the artists you can end up finding up uh, the name of the person or something. But it's actually kind of secret. <laughs> so um, um, there's a uh, Japanese artist I love so much. I'm a big fan. And it's Iglu Dining. Oh, right. The I one that makes the, the, the stamps, right? With yes. Sakura Lala? Or, yes. Wait, or is yes. it uh, yes, with Sakura exactly, Lala? Exactly. Um, Sakura Lala is who produced the uh, clear stamps with Iglu Dining. And I'm a super fan because the illustrations are very simple and very cute. And those stamps are very versatile. You can use them in so many situations. So um, they're perfect. And <laughs> I really, really love them. And you are the stamp connoisseur, so you would know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, um, to be honest, uh, there's so many Japanese artists I love deeply. When there's some... Uh, Loft does every year like an artist uh, event where you can buy their stationery and something like that. But usually it's very difficult to buy artist stationery in Japan. They don't sell on the stationery shops. You have to go to Minne or this kind of websites to find it. And most of the time they are sold out completely like Kubo Minoki or Non Lala. They are so almost sold out always. They do super cute stamps, but... Um, cute things from Japan is doing an amazing job to collect those artists and she has their items in her shop so I really recommend to go to cute things from Japan and check for the artists she has because she has a collection of super kawaii for people who likes kawaii and super artistic so she has a very big range of um, taste mm -hmm. for every everybody of those artists And 
honestly, uh, since few years ago, I'm very into Taiwanese artists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like I have to say, my heart is divided between Japan and Taiwan. <laughs> you know, I feel like I have to be honest. Like Japan is my home, but I feel Taiwan like my mother. Oh. Like, I have a very, very strong connection with Taiwan every time I go there. I don't know why. Like, maybe in another life I was Taiwanese. You never know. <laughs> and I feel like Taiwanese artists, like, I like uh, so many of them. My favorite, I'm sorry for everybody else. My favorite is Lin Chanin. Yes. Lin Chanin, I'm dying for her. Is like, <laughs> um it's not my style. Like I have been always a kawaii kind of uh, person, like the kind of I likes. And Lin Chanin sometimes is a little bit, how to say, even scary, you know, like sometimes. Yeah, it's very like detailed and mm. very apothecary-like, yes. like kind yes. of magical potion, all the ferns. Yes. And she, yes. she, she has like bats, uh, like she helps save yes. like poor yes. bats that got stuck oh, in yes. like the roofs and stuff. So she really is quite the character. <laughs> yes. and, and then I actually like fall in love with her works, like kind of like, it's kind of like calling me, you know, it's like they call my most deepest essence inside myself. It's, <laughs> it's something really weird. So I'm super in love with Lin Chanin, Lin, Lin Chanin forever. I had the amazing opportunity of meeting her in person. I went to her studio. I played with her bats. I was feeding her bats. I was playing with her cats. I sit on her desk. I was like crying. Like I was overwhelming. When, when we say goodbye to her, um, I, I left the studio. I went there with Tracy and Jillian, like two Taiwanese friends. Uh, you know them too. And mm -hmm. when I left the studio, I had to stop. And I start to cry of happiness. And they say, like, Jillian and Tracy, they were hugging me. And they say, like, Esther, do you want to go back? You want to say goodbye to her again? And I say, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. But I, I needed five minutes of letting out the emotion of, oh, my God, I have been with Lin Chanin for a few hours. <laughs> I, I feel that way when we went to the Hobonichi interview. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. When, when Naoko, who was my friend, our friend then, who connected us, um, we went for the interview. And I, I think I felt that same way when we, when we walked out of that door, you know, the yes, heavy, yes. the Japanese door they imported from this like, you know, faraway mountain to put in their office building. Yeah, from, from, <laughs> from a temple or something like I that. No, it's very intense. Yes. Yeah, we, we needed a minute, you and me also, we needed a minute kind of like, oh my God, what just happened? We need to process, you know, it's too overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find that article um, on Hobonichi website or maybe just Google the keyword making friends yes. around the world because it was literally a little interview about like this, like this, you and me yes. meeting each other, connecting through our mutual love for stationery, mm -hmm. which I think is the main thread and theme <laughs> throughout the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But that, that is awesome. I, I, I had follow your adventures in Taiwan then like you know going to all these places you know you brought Momo Love Saper yes. Mitz went but maybe like a bunch of you guys went and I was like fervently wishing I was there too like I would have shown you to all these great places yes. and I think this is kind of why like I feel like we both feel the same way like we love stationery so much like the things that we write with yes. the things we play with the things we use that 
whenever someone shows a hint of wanting to experience that, like like Tracy, like Jillian, like we want to show that person that, like we want them to have that experience too. And I think that's what really what made us this way today because we just really want to share and connect people to have that same moment of joy that you were describing the yes the feeling like transcending (laughs) i don't know this is getting too spiritual (laughs) but really really i want to recommend to people if people doesn't know so much some um taiwanese artists i want to recommend lin chanin hanks that mm-hmm. he has a, a partnership, uh, it's uh, called Ours. Mm-hmm. And I want to recommend also Maruko, Maruko Art. That she does these super cute characters, like having adventures all over the world. Super cute rabbits and dogs and cats, super, super sweet. And Bofa, Bofa of um, La Dolce Vita. Yes. Yes. And uh, for sure, I'm forgetting. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Afuli. Yes. That's Afuli. the guy you were telling me about, the illustrator. Oh my God. Yes. I, I'm really super in love with the art of all these uh, artists. And there's so more many artists right now. They don't come to my brain. Like, um, I don't know, like, hello. Oh, the artist who drew the foxes. Hello. Hello studio. Mm-hmm. Hello studio. Yes. Like so many Taiwanese artists, like I really recommend to to check into Taiwanese art and stationery because um, I think I think the world needs to know. <laughs> this is really really amazing. And then other international artists I love is like, for example, in Spain I like Jordi Lavanda very much, and he does illustration for newspaper that kind of things. And there's a little bit of stationery of him just like notebooks or, some, or something like that not so many and then my super super two favorites they are on the top of my list the, it's Jeffrey Fulby Murray uh, he lives in New York and he does events in Japan every year and he has lots of stationery in Japan he there's illustration of so really cute girls. He says like um, the power of woman inspired him so much. Mm. His mom, his sisters, all the women in his family, and he he draws women so beautifully. Mm-hmm. And then um, my my really really is somebody I keep in my heart, and I will never let him go. It's Adrian Valencia. Like he's an illustrator from Didn't Argentina. he come to uh, Japan one time and you yes. met him? <laughs> yes, we met in person, yes. <laughs> yes, I remember you telling me about that story. We'll, we'll yeah. link all these artists in the episode, so don't worry. We'll make sure you find them. And <laughs> Yeah, he's from Argentina. He lives in New York and he just opened a new studio where he has a very cool thing. Like he is doing portraits. So you can send your photo, your photo with your pets or something like that, and he will do a portrait of you. So that's really, really cool. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you for all these recommendations. I feel like I have so much more people to, to have to follow right now. Wow, Esther, I, I still can't believe you know, we're friends that and then we have this connection. Yeah, how I, many years already we met each other? Seven or eight, maybe, like oh. since... Like, I really, I feel like you said you opened, you said I opened your world. And I have to say, it's the 
other way around too, because 2013, when I started my stationary journey with the Hobonichi, like I was feeling kind of like weird because I was coming back from a job in Thailand in a manufacturing company, and I was trying to do something that's very more aligned with my creative self. And being a person who grew up in an international school, so I was I studied in Bangkok. I was not really that aligned with the Taiwanese society friend culture back then when I went back to Taiwan after work, and I was. I was trying to reach out and go international again, like in terms yes. of my Penguins Creative, in terms of my fee, like I was like, you know, sharing things in English and building that connection to me felt more tangible than actually connecting with people back home in Taiwan, like to build close relationship with people in like the society is very tough when you're old, you know, like, so to me, that trip to Tokyo was kind of like a liberation of me kind of like, being this creative self, meeting new friends. And then, like I said, it had opened the stationary world for me because that has been what kept me going all these years, these meeting new people, these talking about stationary for hours, doing it in my spare time, keeping the Hobonichi Journal because of, you know, we, we kind of like kept each other accountable by always doing these, these happy mail exchange, like, I think all the way up to this year, whenever I go travel anywhere, like I have to get a postcard and would always be to your address, this long Japanese address. <laughs> like it, I would send one to myself and then send one to you. Cause I, even though it wasn't very frequent these days because of coronavirus, I still feel an obligation to share a little piece of me with you through stationery because I knew you are doing the same for me exactly and so <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both going to cry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but I wanted to be a very happy ending I'm like so proud of you for having established your brand the wonder lost by TSL Thank super you so excited much. people um, to follow Esther on the internet is <laughs> Esther Molina art on Instagram and you share your tidbits of like Japanese live, like, and then also your creative spreads as well. And I'm pretty sure behind all the big, like indie small companies nowadays, like stationary selection, few things from Japan, Traverse company, superior labor. There's like a little bit of Esther behind all of that. And I just like, <laughs> love it. Like that's like the secret sauce, <laughs> but, but of course now you're kind of growing stuff on your own. And I, I, I look forward to, when we can meet again. Anyway, oh, I, I, it's so sad to, to end this because I feel like there's always so much more we can talk about. So maybe a future Thanks. episode. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the Stationery Cafe. If you guys want to follow us, you can always find us on Instagram at the Stationery Cafe or go to our website, thestationerycafe.com. We always appreciate a review if you really enjoyed listening to all of our guest interviews in the happy hours. They mean a lot to us. Um, so do leave a review if you, can, if you have the time. We would appreciate that. And, you know, it's, it's almost the end of the year. We're really happy you kind of stuck with us through all these times. And this is a very, I think, an episode dear to my heart. So I would love it if you guys could show Esther some of support and love. And, you know, look forward to bringing you another great episode next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much to everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Esther.